Faith, what day is it? It is TV Tuesday. It is TV Tuesday. And what are we talking about today on TV Tuesday? We are talking about Doctor Who. The episode Blink from Mm -hmm. season three of the reboot, episode 10. And let's go ahead and get this out the way. You're listening to Late Night Fright, and I am Dan. And I am Faith. Just so they know. We might have some new (laughs) listeners. You never know. We might. So, Faith, uh, before we get into the historical nuggets here on this episode, you were not familiar with Doctor Who. Is that correct? That is correct. What do you think of Doctor Who now that you have seen I would like to watch some more. (laughs) This, I really like this episode. I am a Doctor Who fan. I'm a fan of the uh, reboot, and I'm also a fan of the classic Who. I'm a big fan of classic Who. And this is the episode I've used for about three or four different people who've never seen Doctor Who to get them familiar with the series and what this series is and what it can do. And uh, how did this work as an introduction to, to the series for you? Oh, this was excellent. We're going we're gonna to get into excellent. some more specifics of it. So the original broadcast date on this was June 9th, 2007. It was directed by Scotswoman Hedy McDonald, written by Stephen Moffat, adapted from his story What I Did on My Christmas Holidays by Sally Sparrow that first appeared in the 2006 Doctor Who annual, and it stars David Tennant as the 10th Doctor, Freema Ajeeman as Martha Jones, Carrie Mulligan as Sally Sparrow, Finley Robertson as Larry Nightingale, Lucy Gaskell as Kathy Nightingale. Would you like to give a very short synopsis of what this is about? Sure. Uh, basically, the way, I mean... It's kind of hard to describe. <laughs> it kind of is. I tell you what, so this is a great time travel story that involves uh, some great villains. Tell them who the villains in this are. The weeping angel statues. Oh, my goodness. Lovely, aren't they? They're awesome. <laughs> Lovely gothic statues. You know, they actually remind me of the statues. Have you heard of the story? There's a Natchez cemetery that has an angel. They call her the weeping angel, and she's supposed to move at night, and she looks at really? you. Mm-hmm. I was not aware of that. Mm-hmm. We will have to uh, do some more research mm-hmm. on that and talk. definitely talk about that. Mm-hmm. Maybe get some pictures up of that mm-hmm. for this show. That's that's very that's very cool. You've seen it, huh? Mm-hmm. You've seen it. Do you think I've it moves? never seen it move? But okay, <laughs> I, okay. I, I would like to believe it does because I think it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah. So the original Doctor Who series ran from 1963 to 1989 on the BBC. It was revived in 2005 with Christopher Eccleston appearing as the Ninth Doctor and Billy Piper as his companion Rose. Eccleston left after one year, and the Doctor regenerated into David Tennant's 10th Doctor. Many fans, including myself, think that his run is one of the best in the history of the entire series. Fun trivia, he is the son-in-law of Peter Davison, who played the 5th Doctor, another Doctor I'm pretty fond of. Uh, This is considered a Doctor Light episode, as the Doctor and his companion Martha don't have much screen time. Ironic, considering I'm using this episode to get you into Doctor (laughs) Who, correct? Uh, This allowed them to film two episodes simultaneously. In 2009, this episode was ranked the second best episode of the series by the readers of Doctor Who magazine. This episode treads the line between science fiction and horror. That's what we do here on The Late Night Fright, isn't it, Faith? That's exactly right. And Stephen Moffat, the writer of this, said, You have to remember that being scared of the dark and being scared of monsters is basically a childish impulse. There's always something of the nursery about horror. Adults never quite grow out of their childhood fears. They just belong in a different part of our heads. 
Doctor Who isn't a childish program, but it is childlike. It's a program for children, and many, many adults who watch and love it watch it as that, as something like Harry Potter. So I like that he is addressing fear and things like that in this episode, and that it is, uh, he's a He's acknowledging that horror works in the Doctor Who world, which I think it really, really does. The other great thing, as Faith mentioned, this introduces a new enemy in the Weeping Angels. And the Huffington Post says that this is one of the five essential episodes for new viewers to watch. So I'm not alone in that, isn't that? <laughs> isn't, I was really happy to see that this people did, did see you, this. You read that after? I you? read this after, yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about this. Uh, the episode is does deal with time travel. It deals with some horror elements. It centers on a young woman named Sally Sparrow, played by Carrie Mulligan, and she finds herself involved in this uh, adventure where the Doctor has been stranded in 1969 with his companion Martha, and he is trying to get his TARDIS, Time and Relative Dimension in Space. That's his uh, ship, if you're not familiar with it, in the shape of a police box. Uh, back to him so he can get out of 1969 because if the weeping angels touch you you get sent back in time which is a very neat concept so they suck your temporal entity i believe is what they say so you're you're forced to you know you die by having to live out your days in the past you have no future which is a really neat idea so um so all's well that ends well, of course. Uh, she's able to solve the puzzle. There's a um, basically like a Chinese puzzle left for her on these DVDs, mm -hmm. like special features, and she's able to piece together what she needs to do to help the doctor. And it's this is just a really good, delightful episode. There's a lot of fun stuff going on here. Time travel, horror, mystery, some great stuff. So what did, what did you think of this episode as you were watching it? Because you seem to be pretty excited. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> no, this is, I am so glad you picked this episode. I mean, two minutes into this, I was like, wow, okay, this is really good. It already had these, you know, mysterious, creepy vibes to it. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> right, right. It, you know, that, that little stinger, the teaser at the mm -hmm. beginning with when she walks she's into pulling, this. Well, when she's pulling the wallpaper back, it's got her name. Yes. And yes. Everything about that little moment was like, all right. I can watch this. <laughs> right. And so the time travel story really hooked you, didn't it? Yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. Okay. Well, what I could have actually done with I mean, I love the idea of it, but I was really drawn toward the angels in general. Okay. Does that does that No, it it makes it makes perfect sense. I love sense. the idea of it, but yes. I also they could have been any they could have done anything with it. Is what I'm, I'm not, I don't I don't hate it. Mhm. Mm Okay. No, that's, a, that's an interesting point. But the angels really... The angels were, were the selling point yes. here for you. So let's talk about the angels. Let's talk about the creatures, because they're really gothic you know, gothic statues. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> would you like to describe what it is exactly that they do? Because they, um, I think they're interesting as monsters in how they function. Like, Me too. So would you like to kind of kind of explain like, like, like how they work? So... If you look at them, they don't move, but if you blink or close your eyes or turn your back on them, they can they can attack you pretty They can much. get you, and if they touch you, you go back in time, yeah. and they're trying to get the doctor's TARDIS to suck on it to get energy, time energy, mm -hmm. and whatnot, which is kind of secondary to me. No, the fun stuff is like, are we going to get the doctor? How are we you know, right. going to resolve the mystery element and right. all that? Um, 
but it does add some really great scenes here, the way that they function. Um, because you can turn your back or blink and they'll have moved towards you mm-hmm. very quickly. But also their hands are usually covering their, their face. Uh-huh. And so they might not be covering the face. And well, at some have point these, they have fangs. <laughs> yes. Have grotesque looks on their faces. Mm-hmm. Not like a gargoyle. More uh-huh. like a very sinister demon-like yeah. like presence. And they'll be reaching for you and, and things like that. Pointing at things. Pointing at the lights. Oh, it's fascinating. And there were some really well done uh, scenes that Miss Hetty McDonald put together here when they were in a parking garage and the lights were blinking in the parking garage and these things are moving and the way that she shot that with the lights would blink. So the screen is completely black and then you'd see it and they'd be moving. You'd see where they had moved. Uh-huh. And they just like this really works as a horror piece. It like really it really has a lot going on with it and a lot for it um so this is a dr light episode we're going to talk about him in just a second um but carrie mulligan really carries this i know you're a fan of carrie mulligan and Mm -hmm. the word on the street is she was very excited to do this episode what did you think of carrie mulligan as sally sparrow in this episode because i have some things to say about her performance and i'd like to hear what you have to say about i adored her. her I loved her. Tell me what you want to tell me about her. I think that she brings an enthusiasm and an exuberance to this Mm -hmm. and a sense of (laughs) Scooby-Doo and fun to this. But I'm always feeling that the situation is very serious. It's like she's very grounded in Mm -hmm. what she's doing. but, But she's not overly freaked out, you know. No. She'll deal with it. But great. Like grounded and fun and she just glows throughout the entire episode and i don't know beaming i think is the word i'm looking for and i think that she is so good and i'm glad that they got her because she's a very good actress i've seen her in in a few things i haven't seen her in a lot of things i know you're a fan of hers why are why are you um i don't know why do you think that is i I think she's um i think she's cute (laughs) Oh, she's she's adorable. I like, I like her accent. I like the way she acts. She's very um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's something kind of proper and then fun about proper, her too. But though. she's very um, she's quiet. I don't know. She seems very introverted in a way. Yeah, but there's there's another word that she, I want to describe her as she, um, reserved almost. Maybe. Yeah. She's just very. I don't know. She has a neat quality about her, uh, and I've I've liked her in uh, Inside Llewellyn Davis and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Great Gatsby. I've liked I'll her. And, I've that. liked her in most everything I've seen. I just haven't seen her in much, and I don't know that she's done a whole she's lot. Gonna, have you ever seen Never Let Me Go? I have not seen that. Oh, that's, okay, that's a good movie. Have you seen? I think it's called An Education. Yes, she was I, nominated, I, like I believe, for an movie. Oscar for that. Um, so, there's another good. movie. Oh, there's another movie on my on my brain. I can't think of it, but everything I've seen her in, I enjoy her. I think she's I think she's wonderful as she is. I'm glad that they got her to do this because you need someone really good to carry this episode since the doctor is really not in it that much. Now, speaking of the doctor, we see him a little bit. Mm-hmm. You do get a little idea. And that's what I like about this this episode because you get the horror aspect. You get the time travel stuff. You get the mystery. And that's what this show is all about. Doctor Who is about all of those things and can be all of those things. And the performance as the doctor is usually at the center of this. And he's usually, I'm not going to tell you what I think that he, what he is to me, but what did you get? Because 
that's what I like about this. You get the essence of the doctor in this episode without really seeing him as someone new to this. What did you think of the doctor and David Tennant here? I liked him. I mean, you only see him for what? <laughs> He's in it maybe five, five or ten minutes, minutes <laughs> at, at the most. But he um, he brings this seriousness, maybe. I mean, he kind of seems convincing in everything he has to say. This sense of serious curiosity. Yeah, there you go. And fun. Yeah. You know, that's who he is. Yeah, there's a seriousness yeah, with the doctor, but a playfulness. Yeah, just few minutes, I was like, I would like to watch him. The, you know? the awesome mystery of who he is. Because we know where he's from, and we kind of know who he is, but we still really don't know who he, Doctor Who. You know, <laughs> who is he, you know? Isn't it great? Isn't it, it fantastic? And this, to me, is like the essence of the Doctor, that mysterious guy that just pops up like he does at the end of this episode when, when she sees him in his past. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it that sense of fun and just kind of, you know, zaniness, for lack of a better word, that this show has. But it's so, this show is so good. I'm glad that you want to watch more of this. I do. It's, it's so much fun. This I'm so glad you picked this episode. I don't know how many times I can actually say that, but... <laughs> Right, this right. Is such I know it, a no, good, I know what you mean. I mean, I could yeah. watch it over and over again. I mean, I loved it. Did you think that the episode had anything deeper to say outside of being a really fun? And this is a really fun romp. Did you feel like it had anything deeper to say? I felt like, you know, it says something about letting go of the past. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, uh, which I can Sally see that. does, and yeah. you know, they say that you know she can't let go of the past, which means she can't live her life in the present and move into the future. So it's, it wasn't ham handed. I thought it was a nice little message that they had in there. And that's a true message. Uh, yeah. Did you feel it had anything other than that outside of being just a really good, not that I noticed rock. I was having so much fun watching it. <laughs> and I, and I'm really glad you did. Uh, so final question, putting you on the spot. I know you want to watch more doctor who, mm-hmm. are you feeling inclined to watch, uh, from the start of this reboot from 05 with Eccleston, or do you feel like you might want to go into Classic Who? How are you feeling on it? I think I'd like to go back to Eccleston. Is that his name? Eccleston? Eccleston. Christopher Eccleston, yes. Okay. I think that's where I would want to go first. And that's then a good choice. maybe go back yeah, in time? Yeah, I would do like the first time three travel. seasons <laughs> and then start getting into some of the classic stuff because it, it is a little more palatable because you kind of know what things are and you're not right. being... And it's like the old Star Trek. Some of the effects are, you know, they're not very good. But if you're watching for the effects, as we've said before, then you're maybe right. not. Well, let me ask a question: right Is, is yes. there a lot of time travel in Doctor Who, or is this one of the only episodes? Or no, it pops up. Okay. It pops up. I said, uh, I, no. I don't know anything about Doctor Who. I so, mean, I asked you, I'm like, I want to watch this. I don't know where yeah. to go with it. You yeah, know? start at the start at the beginning with the Eccleston stuff of the reboot. No, he does like he will go from like uh like today to you know he'll go to like Victorian era England or wherever or on different planets or but the way that time travel is is a device in this is a little different from some of the other stuff. So he can go okay. wherever he wants in time, which is part of the conceit of the show. But the way that it works here is is a lot of fun and a little different. But like I said, the time travel and the sci-fi and the horror are all thrown in. They got some great horror episodes too in the original series. So we're nice. gonna get to some of those. Um, I'm really glad you enjoyed this. Out the, if you listen out there and you haven't seen this, please check out Blink. If you, you if have you're, to, <laughs> if you're a little wary of watching Doctor Who, uh, start with this one. It's season three, episode what did 11. we? Eleven. Episode eleven is that mm-hmm. right? Episode ten is what I have. Oh, well, it's I called 11, Blink. You'll find but it. Okay. You'll find it. It's called Blink, season three, and it it 
hopefully it will start a love affair with this oh, character like Look it did that. like it did for me <laughs> so um anything else to add on blink or doctor who i think that's it other than i mean i love this and like I said, if you haven't seen it, you have you really have to watch this episode. Yeah, I'd start here. I mean, th- this is one of my favorite <laughs> episodes of television ever made. It's like, so good. I mean, ever made up there with some of the great Star Trek episodes. Um, this is just really, really well done. You know, I would I, I could actually watch a whole movie on this. Like, I mean, I didn't actually want it to end. I was the same way. Yeah, I could have watched at least two and a half hours. Yeah, it's of, it's of creepy it's statues and creepy stuff like and that. delightful and just charming and and, and again, fun. I don't hate the time travel. That's not you know. No, no, no. I get. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm you're, saying that the horror I aspect love was the more horror the fun. of those yeah. statues. That oh my god, like you could have told me they were going to eat people and <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to watch this episode. You know, I was like, okay, right. A lot of fun. Blink, of fun. Doctor Who. So. Well, that about wraps it up here. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we want you to keep Keep your your monster monster on on a leash. leash. See you on the other side. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we want to let you know that we are on the World Wide Web. That's the interwebs, isn't it, Faith? That's what I like to call it, the interweb. www.latenightfright.com. And we are also on the gram. We are. You can check us out at the Late Night Fright Podcast. Or you can also follow my personal page, I'm a Normal Alien. You're not exactly normal, but that's okay. (laughs) Uh, Check out the website. You can subscribe to our mailing list. And if you like the show, please give us a review and subscribe and all that good stuff. You know us. We're available wherever podcasts can be found. You got that right. We'll see you on the other side.